Hello, and welcome to the 30th and final episode of the series. I'm your host, James. Your other host, James. Hi. And John. Hey. Hey. Happy 30th episode, guys. Happy 30th. Good time to round up the year, don't you think? Absolutely. So, hear me out. Just sort of a little, you know, thought of the day. Mm. I mean, I'd say thought of the year, but I don't think it's that noteworthy. Recently, we had a power cut. Because of it, we had maybe a couple of hours where we were just sort of wondering what to do. Did we start a fire in the middle of the room? Oh! <laughs> I... Is it a fight there? It's not a fight. <laughs> hey, we could do that as well. I mean, as soon as the power goes out, we all reduce the savages. Well, the rustling and tussling could keep them warm. I mean, I won't bore you too much, but basically within that time, I had... One of my fair few silly yet interesting thoughts that I want to share with you. I don't know where it came from, but it made me think about smart toilets and get in Japan. Lights run off in German for toilets. <laughs> what do they mean? No, but hear me out, right? Because smart toilets, they run on electricity. Does a smart toilet still run, even though there's a power cut? That's a really good point, actually. In fact, you know what? I'll throw you a hypothetical question. You're in Japan, lads holiday. It's three in the morning. It's the end of the night. You want to do a quick one. You're about to flush, but uh-oh, power goes out. Now you think to yourself, hey, no worries. Back in the UK, toilets still work normally. You don't need electricity to flush. Well, these are smart toilets. These things run on electricity. So the flush option isn't available. What do you do? I thought where you were going with that, right? You, you're taking your shit, you, your boys are dangling, and uh, then the power goes out, and it was almost like an emergency, like, shut off. <laughs> and he chops <laughs> them, right? God, I didn't even think of that. Clearly, that would be something of a flaw. I don't mm-hmm. think that the smart toilet be, you know, that popular if there were loads of complaints about a lack of genitals. <laughs> I don't know about smart toilets. Some things have already reached peak invention. Toilet is one of them. They don't have to be fancy. Are you telling me that you wouldn't want a built-in Alexa in your toilet that shoots out a waterfall and sparkles red lights? Uh-huh. <laughs> we've, we've both seen Better Call Saul. All of us have seen Better Call Saul. And Bullet Train more recently. There's a scene in Better Call Saul where he goes to see Saul about getting like a copyright on the toilet that he's invented. So when he drops things in, he goes, oh, good job. <laughs> I see where James is coming from. There's an appeal of convenience. I mean, I mean to be fair, I think we all secretly at first will be on edge when it comes to getting like the, the surprise squirt yeah. up your ass. Yeah. Like, that'd be a bit like off-putting. Definitely. It's like, oh! <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're all features. Practical. Yeah. Hardly. They are practical features. Yeah. Not for... I mean, obviously, you're talking about B-Day. I get that. But I'm just thinking of the hypothetical situation you'd be in if you can't flush your toilet. What if you had a party? And it was like, hey, guys, uh, I'm just going to be, you know, out in the back doing my business. Be right back. And then the power goes out. What if it gets stuck on a function, though? Like, what if it gets stuck on, like, the spray function? Oh, yeah. Like, what would happen? Well, also what they can do, the the cleaning block at the back cleans the whole toilet seat and puts it back in the position. 
when I've seen a pretty disturbing video of someone oh. who took a shit on the seat <laughs> and watched it go around. Oh, Like, this is why we can't have nice things. And if you go to a public toilet, you won't see a system because people just snort off the back. It's you true. Know, true so yeah. They have to get rid of them having concealed systems in the back. We just can't have nice stuff. Oh, and also, if it does have a top, it's sloped. We've got James, whose main concern at the moment, after a power cut, is being stuck it on a Japanese toilet. What uh, could possibly trump that, John? What's that? Well, this one, we go back to a previous episode where I was talking about aliens and cats. All right. <laughs> Jim's really personal. He was looking at me like like he's a therapist. He's going to explain, John, we've got to stop this. He's going to stop this. The aliens, John, it's, yeah, it's, it's too much. Is, is the medication not working? <laughs> no, the medication is making it. I have a part two to it all. I'm a continuation. So, I watched the video, and I've, I've watched this a couple of times, but you can take two things away from this video. Right? It's called Time Lapse of the Future. It's about 30 minutes long. It's really beautifully made. And it basically it goes through time, and every five seconds, time doubles. So, it, it, go, it starts in like 2018 and 19, and it just flicks through. And it just explains that, you know, the ice caps will melt, and then uh, the, it goes past where the rings on Saturn will just will eventually dissipate. And then it mentions how when the sun expands and it swallows Earth, Earth's dead. Now, that should be reason enough to be like, oh shit, what we're doing here, if everything's going to, like, we've got to leave. But no, it keeps going. It says how eventually the sun becomes uh, a white dwarf. It, it shrivels to about an Earth-sized white dwarf. And, the, and this happens all across the universe. And then, once all the light is gone, and all of the suns are gone, the black holes at the centre of the galaxies absorb everything, and we enter a black hole period of the universe. And then the black holes, they eventually collide with each other, and they give out some light, where the video basically ends in pure, utter darkness. There's nothing left, no black holes. The universe is an empty, void space of darkness. So, it's understandable that once you get to the end of this video, it's like, well, shit. <laughs> what, what, what are we doing? What's the point? You yeah. do finish it, and it, you, you finish it, and it, well, that, well, that's it then. I'm not going to go to work tomorrow. I, I'm not going to do anything ever again, because it doesn't mean anything. I kind of know what you mean. I mean, I tend to sort of avoid that sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, with something like that, that's pretty big to think about. I think it's too big for us to think, because, you know, we only live close to about a century, maybe. maybe definitely less. We're only going to experience, if we're lucky, 100 years of Earth's life. Hmm. You know, you put that on the scale to the timeline of the universe, yeah. from birth to death, it is a barely a speck. It becomes unthinkable. Mm. Uh, you know, it gets to a point in the video, it explains what percentage of a universe's lifespan is good for life. And it, it was like 0. It was like from 20 odd zeros, 1%.
you get to the end of this video and you think, what is the point? I mean, we only have to worry about the next 60 years, because that's all, realistically, we've got. But still, we have this fear about worrying about something that happens quadrillions of years into the future. People are always going to experience things that they've never seen before, and people will miss things that will never get a chance to. Yeah. Like, for example... At some point, Saturn will lose its rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that we can be able to see that prior to next generations mm. means something. Mm. With that being said, we won't be alive when Chernobyl is finally radiation-free. Because mm. I think it's supposed to be another 20,000 years before yeah. all that radiation clears up. So I'll start first. I think, for me, definitely moving. Moving? Moving what? Me, his ass. He's gonna pick up his ass and pl- plop it somewhere you know, else. I'm, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna be twenty nine next year, but I will be getting close to my thirties. So it's one of those things I kind of want to get out where I am and get a place of my own that feels like a home. That's one of my main resolutions. Nice. I think like a home would be to learn a new hobby. Yeah. I think about learning a new language. What In language would you learn? German. German. German, I feel, is something that's easy to pick up, I think. But I'd have to sort of do a little bit more digging before I get into it. Do I have a third one to finish it off? Um, I guess just do more, really. Like, more travelling, more fun stuff with you guys, definitely. Nice. Uh, just, just being more open and just sort of trying out new things. I recently did try something new. The other day, I did Axe Story. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was it? It was good. Once you get into it, it feels natural. Low five it. Low five then New Year's resolutions. Sound pretty good. What about yourself? Hi. My New Year's resolutions don't quite line up with James's. Uh, Not in a bad way. Admittedly, if any of them do, it's one of mine, which is to do more. So to literally do more. I want to get out more. I want to actually go on holiday this year. It's been five years since I've had a holiday. Yeah. I worked that out the other day. So I've decided this year I need to force myself to go on holiday. I just want to get out of the UK, even if it's just for two days. Love it. So a holiday is number one. Yes. Number two is technically the same thing, but getting out there more, doing more stuff exploring places I've never actually been. Yeah. And a sub part to that is also exploring places I've been to in more depth. Mm. And what I mean by that is I've been to Glasgow tons of times. I've been to Edinburgh quite a few times. Even places like Manchester I've been to quite a few times. Yeah. But I still don't feel like I've fully explored them. I feel like I've always kind of kept to... What you know. Certain parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, Glasgow is like the best example I can think of. Like the amount of people I've spoken to recently that have said to me, Oh, have you been to this part of Glasgow? Have you been to have you done this? Have you been there? And I'm like, No, no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm missing out. Like mm. Newcastle, I can say I feel like I've covered it all. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not a bad thing, but I feel like I've covered the entirety of it. I've like explored everywhere there is to explore in it. I'm getting the sound of it, like, you want to revisit places, but try something new. Like, get a different experience from it. Yeah. 
Because obviously, if we ever go traveling, whatever, we're going to go to one place or another that we're familiar with, but never fully fledge out and explore. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like there's so much I could discover. gems. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. So I'd like to do that. And then my third one is more of a financial one. It's more of a sensible one. It's to try, and I'm going to fail it, I put this one in because it's not like your stereotypical, not that there's anything wrong with it, mm. but it's not your stereotypical lose weight, whatever. The third one is to try and stay out of my overdraft for as many months as possible. Because last year, without a doubt, every single month I maxed my overdraft. Every single month that fell. Yeah? Yeah, wow. every single month. So I want to be a bit more sensible with that. I want to try my best to manage that better. Mm. Yeah. Are you going to try and save as well, or is it just sort of like, you know, getting out of it before anything else? Uh, I will try and save, because I would like to try and save too. The main goal at the moment is to try and stay out of overdraft, because I've been in that way too much, like I said. It'd just be nice. Even if it's like three months, I'll be proud of myself. Because it's, it's not great to... There's nothing wrong with being in it, and there's loads of people that may need to be in it, especially in these difficult times. But... It's not good treating it as if you have more money than you do. Because every month you're paying it back, aren't you? And you're back in yeah. it, and you're back out, you're back in it. It's meant to be for emergencies. But it's almost like every month I'm in it. Yeah. A uh, non-New Year's resolution, though. More of like a, a January starter, you know. Yeah. Bit of a, bit <laughs> An of appetizer a... for the New Year's. And I like that. Ooh. We can't do dry January, right? I'd love to, but... I just can't, right? Yeah. It's not happening. Get a life. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> it can't happen, right? But what I can do, I'm going to try and reduce my alcohol intake this January. Because it's safe to say I've, I've consumed my fair share in December. <laughs> As I'm sure we've all indulged just mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, of all the people, I know somebody who has their own alcohol-free brand. So I brought with us one of their products. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Are you putting product placement in our podcast? Is this is this is this is this an ad? Are we an ad? This is not an ad. I paid for this with our emergency kitty money for the podcast. I didn't know we had kitty money. Can I have access to the kitty? Yeah. No, because yeah. I've spent it all on this product. So I brought for us some 0.5 Lager Lime from Lua. Ooh! I do like lime. There you go. Crack oh. one open, boys. Ooh! Wait, 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 wait. Oh! <laughs> I was going to say, let's try and do it over the mic, but I'm not sure now. <laughs> it's very busy, so make sure you prepare yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a delay. You went... <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm in a mess. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, it's good shit. Safe to say that it's quite an excited can. Well, consider this. I can taste the lime. Yes. It's very limey. It's pretty good. Tagline goes by Blue Sky Drinking. But to the point, yeah, it's local. Well, technically, they've recently launched some more flavours. So what do you think, boys, for an alcohol-free alternative? I like it. Mm. I do. 
Well, look at that. I like how like the label is rough, except for the sky bit. I'd almost say it feels like right astroturf. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, James is amazed oh, by the <laughs> smooth blue sky. I am. So is this the only flavour they do? Are there others? They do other flavours, including peach. But this is the very first flavour they introduced, so I, I thought we'd stick with the OG for the purpose of the taste test. I definitely want to try the peach one. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, Blue Sky Bourbon. It's, it's low sugar, gluten-free, vegan, and only 39 calories. Only 39. It practically puts a dint into your calorie count. It does. One thing I do think that's cool, though, is that now you're seeing more alcohol-free stuff out there. And I know, like, John, you're a good candidate for this because you're sometimes the designated driver. Uh, It's true. So the Heineken Zeros have to become your best friend. Honestly, yeah. Get yourself a bloody licence, James. It feels like now there's more options out there for alcohol-free. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, because it tastes like beer, you get the placebo. I've been out and had zeros and I've just been vibing just as hard. Give me one for your New Year's resolutions, James. John, what are your New Year's well, resolutions? Well, 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 I'll tell you, my New Year's resolution is to continue with what I've been up to since November, which has been keeping off the phone. I could not stress to the audience how much better it feels to not be on your phone. I have been on like hours long guitar jamming just on my own. Sometimes like four hours. One Saturday I think I sat down at three o'clock. I didn't like stand up to like stop playing to like ten on and off all night. As I say, it's an excellent motivator. And not only was I not on my phone, I stopped watching Netflix and stuff. So the whole time I've got the TV off. Even when I'm at home, I'm and it sounds lonely, sad and quiet, but I do play music and I do other stuff. I've read loads of books. One called Atomic Habits, brilliant. I read a Willie Nelson autobiography. Just, I got it at Christmas, I've already read it. Nice. I've read a lot. My New Year's resolution is to continue that. At the start, you instinctively reach for your pocket to go on your phone, right? But now I've gotten to a point where that doesn't happen. The instinct to go for it is gone. That's so good. Everything I want is becoming a result of not doing that. So that is my resolution to keep up. That sounds like a great resolution, John. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Well, I wish that we could continue on, but I'm afraid that's all the time we have. Thank you for joining us this year. We hope to continue doing this. Got some ideas, some plans. Maybe not. But guaranteed, we'll always keep entertaining you. I've been your host, James. Who fired? Well, me. John! Me, mate. Come on. Oh, thank you for listening. Season four. Bill Fox Pocket. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.